Welcome to Breaking Clipboards, America's premier podcast featuring an in-depth look into the formations and frustrations involved with coaching soccer. The problem that we faced this year revolved more around personnel. 28 players were named to our roster this year, and they are all listed on both varsity and JV. Over the years of coaching, I have found that if I want to help grow my younger players, then I allow everyone to dress out for home games. And if the opportunity arises, I try to work in extra minutes with the younger players here or there to see if they have what it takes and help them get adjusted to the speed of play. On all away games, we will announce a travel roster. Travel rosters usually consist of 18 to 20 players. The remaining players are allowed to attend the game but are not allowed to dress out. Another feature that I use with my players is a depth chart. I allow them to know at any moment where they stand in their playtime. If a player sees that he is number two in that position, he works harder at practice to try to earn more varsity playtime with his ultimate goal to become named as the starting 11 for our pregame ceremonies. Giving the players tangible reasons on why they are not the number one seed and allowing them to earn additional minutes and playtime or being named to a travel roster for away games is a great incentive to increase the work ethic and the speed of play at practice. This has increased focus at practice and less wasted time while transitioning from one activity to another. Now, let's get down to the nuts and bolts of things. Even though the kids have got depth charts and even though I'm outlining their practices telling them everything that we're doing out there, Unless you get the kids to buy in because they respect you and the work that you do and that you're constantly trying to better yourself to better the program, it's difficult to make sure that everybody stays focused and on task because teenage boys are going to be teenage boys. Somebody's going to get distracted, somebody's going to say something, and somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. This brings us to one of our dilemmas that we've had for the start of this season, and that's team captains. We voted and selected team captains for the program and rely on them heavily to make sure that players stay focused and on task. But the problem that we've run into is that we named three team captains. One was a unanimous decision almost, and the other two received equal votes, so we went ahead and named all three of them. Two of them are seniors and one's a sophomore. All three of the captains are very passionate players, as you should be if you want to be successful in the match. But the problem is is that when they're in the middle of the match and they're that passionate, sometimes they forget to play smart soccer and they get animated and they get frustrated with a call that may not fall in their favor. When one of them starts to break down, the others fall suit and soon the entire team is at each other's throats. So the big dilemma is... Even though you have all of this other stuff going on, how do you cultivate a culture for being an effective captain? True, it comes to leadership. It comes to the the caliber of the, the individual, their character. Are they vocal? Will they get in somebody's face? Are they bold enough that they'll call the player out for doing the wrong thing? But at the same time, Can they maintain their composure so that they don't lose all of this? How are you able to effectively select captains that are talented enough to earn the respect of the players on the field, vocal enough 
to help you get where you need to be, but sensible enough not to lose it all when the game is on the line. That's been our biggest problem, I feel, getting started into the season. Three great quality athletes have taken the captain's band this year, but without an established alpha in the group, the team really doesn't know who to follow. To combat this issue, I've gone ahead and started putting more control of the practices in the players' hands, having them set up the cones for the specific drills, having them decide what some of the activities that we run that day are, and by allowing the captains to help divide the teams evenly. It helps them earn the respect of the players, for they can see that they're truly trying to work in what's in the best interest of the program and not the best interest of themselves by stacking a team in favor of one or the other. Anyway, this is my five minutes. Thanks for hanging in, hanging out, and hanging on for breaking clipboards.